0: But we got it for the picture. We got to have him uh, with the infinity gauntlet, like, just holding it, like. this right. <laughs> Just editing. <laughs> nothing, There's
1: nothing but string hate for this episode.
0: <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Well, what's oh, going man. on, people? Welcome again to the latest episode of the Gladiator Cypher podcast. We're happy to be with you on this great and wonderful evening. Once again, it's your boy, Pseudonym Slim, a.k.a. Big Scrib, a.k.a. Your boy, Chris. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Jay, what's going on?
1: I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm going to start coming over some A.K.A.s. It's be A.K.A. Big J. A.K.A. Corny J. A.K.A. Mr. Smooth. A.K.A. Yeah, yeah. my Nation of Domination shirt. Came in the mail. Shout out to Viral uh, Style, baby. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that D-Lo. My neck hurt. When Rock was wearing that Versace. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's before they was rapping about. it. Rock was wearing that Versace on their asses with them mm-hmm. loafers. But uh, yeah, now nah, we in the building, man. We are gonna have some fun today. We got a lot of topics, and as you heard in the, the brief intro, it's gonna be a lot of hate thrown today, and I can't wait. I cannot wait.
2: Yeah, what up, y'all? Papa Bear yeah, I'm just, I'm just keeping the heart. Just gonna be straight hating today. That's it. <laughs> hate, 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 hate,
0: hate. That's a remix That's of Cake. Hate, 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 yeah. hate, hate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually, let's see if this theme music will play. Let's see. If, let's see that it work. This is a
2: head cannon circus production.
0: Hey, and we're back. We're definitely stepping up our game this year, 2021. So we're here, about to break down some of these topics. You know, Nip's got a few in the chamber ready to let them off. So, hey, let's line up the targets for him. Starting up first, um, I think we recently had an interview. Not us, but the internets, or the internets as I like to call them. Rest in peace, combat jack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve Harvey was on an interview uh, where he was speaking about uh men and women's relationship and the fact that he thinks men and women can't be friends. And I know he brought this up I think when he had his first book come out act like a lady think like a man or something like that. He was kind right. of mentioning that, you know, he don't as far as he goes, he don't have no female friends. You know, he just rocks out with his partners. He don't really keep any females around and I think his logic was more so, you know, cuz things can happen, you know, stuff like that. He just want to keep it Cut and dry. So let's go ahead and pose this question to the room: Can men and women be friends? Jay, I'll give you the floor to start off with.
1: Um, you know, me and Nip kind of already dabbled in this a little bit, but I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like, I know everybody, like what they feel like is a considered a friendship is different things, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of rolling with Steve, man. Like, like I told Nip, I, I don't think I have a female friend that have tried to throw me the stuff at me then I wouldn't probably tap. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna call it, <laughs> Like I, I, I just don't see, like, it's always gonna be some kind of like, especially from the man's perspective, because sometimes women, you know, they good at putting jokers in the friend zone or whatever. But mm-hmm. for a man, I feel like we always keeping our options open with our female friends. Mm-hmm. And then even to prove that point, like, I'm telling them, nip, like, I don't know no homeboy that like, let's say I got a homegirl, my homegirl, usually cute. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. no dude that's like, oh, yeah, this is my homegirl, such and such, and she'd be busted. Like, I, I I haven't seen it. Like, usually when it's like, oh, this is my homegirl, she cute, and I'm like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. if it was no kind of tension there or maybe any kind of thought process that maybe homeboy would slide,
2: mm-hmm.
1: if they, if more of these ugly chicks would be our best friends. But you we know, don't see no mm-hmm. ugly chicks usually be best friends with dudes, man. It's usually the ugly mm-hmm. chicks is best friends with other chicks, because usually mm-hmm. the ugly chick is the hater. So, like... And you know, or, or like I told my homegirl, like, use it, ugly chick, get the residue, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that just He's creeping moved the plate. That even as men, when we get female friends, we still look at the attractiveness before we sometimes befriend them. Because, like I said again, I've yet to meet a friend mm-hmm. that was my, or like, a dude, a homeboy of mine, have a homegirl that was busted. So, like, nah, man, mm-hmm. like, I feel like the friendship is conditional. It's like Chris Rock said, like, man, a man is almost as faithful as his options.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel
1: like the friendship is only as, uh, friendly as the option. So, she like, oh, nah, we, we just friends and that dude gonna play his part. But as soon as she be like, hey, you know what? I've been thinking about it. We, I'm be sure to pick <laughs> out. Like, let's call it what it is, bro. Nah, so, that's where I'm at with mine.
2: But does that necessarily negate the, the friendship? Just because there's a possibility of things that could happen, don't mean it's gonna happen. Or don't make it... Like, you can get flirty with a female without it... Like, it being innocent. Like, it don't mean it's, it, that's no longer my friend.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I I, 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 I'm not rocking with Steve, man. I think that's <laughs> that's just some shit he be kicking just like that fucking 90, that bum-ass 90-day rule and think like a man. And then they could just be talking out the side of his fucking neck, man, for no reason. I don't mm-hmm. have no female friends. Yeah, right. Nah, yeah. you can have female friends. People are adults. You know how to conduct yourself. hmm when you're around right. now, to Jay's point, yeah, you're right. If my female <laughs> friends do <we> try, to... <laughs> you know what I'm saying I put hot toast, hot butter on the toast. But I'm just saying <laughs> that don't mean we're not friends. You know what I mean, and if I mean? And, and if butter hot butter rolls get, you know what I mean, they get toasted. They I mean still be friends. They don't mean we're not friends no more. Yes, sir. It's a deeper, darker
1: lake now. <laughs> Uh it's just more than just rap, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <Damn,
0: laughs> deeper than rap. <laughs> Y'all hear the Maybach music little clip come on Maybach. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, that's funny. I agree with um Nit more so with that. Um I think Steve's kind of taking it to the extreme. I mean, while we can acknowledge that there can be like an attractive attraction, you know, feature there, I think it is um I think it's actually beneficial for you know members of the opposite sex or different groups or whatever to kind of interact and intermingle. Cause you know, you can have female friends that could put you on to new things that maybe help you in your own dating life. Or if you're having struggles or issues or stuff, they can kind of maybe tell you from their point of view or something, depending on how close you are. Um, Yeah. I don't really see too a a big issue with um, having female friends. I think it can get difficult if you're in a relationship, then I would say, yeah, you probably want to not be so deep into friendship with a, a woman you know outside of your girlfriend because then that can get kind of messy you don't want to construe messages and everything like that but i don't see an issue with having female friends i think it's important um because you know you, sometimes like i said you get that different point of view um they can bring up different things you might not be aware of or different ways of thought that may have never even crossed your mind so i think it's beneficial um you know
1: well i mean but you hit a point that i'm like that I was gonna be my second point at the. hour you know, rebut it, you guys stand mm-hmm. to that. You just said it perfectly. You know, men and women can't be friends because even if your old lady be like, "Nah, I don't trust that bitch," mm-hmm. like, and why? Why would they feel that way? They they feel like, "Oh, it's a situation where they could be friends." Nah, they don't trust them because they know, nah, that chick probably gonna slide, or my man may try to slide. So I ain't mm-hmm. even gonna let them get that close. As I'm saying, like,
0: yeah,
1: if it's any kind of thing there, like I said, and I know for a certain degree, it's usually more full from Gosh. the men. Because sometimes men, we, you know, even if we don't got a chance, we still think we got a chance. But mm-hmm. when your old lady be like, nah, bro, like, yeah, who, who's that chick calling you? Like, oh, that's my friend Tasha. Mm-hmm. You're like, nah, nah, like, why, why is she calling you? Like, she's giving you the fifth degree about it because she know yeah. your man probably going to slide if she threw it at him. And, then, you know, these chicks always be thinking the other chick is trying to slide. So, mm-hmm. nah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it ain't no – and I guess, too, my other last point is, even like I Nip said, like, if she, you know – if she throw the biscuits at him, he's gonna butter them or toast them. <laughs> Does that not, not like change your perspective a little bit? Because if it's some kind of like back of your mind situation, are you truly committed to being a friend, or is it just like you like I said, you just situationally playing the part because, like, you know, you know it ain't going nah. down? Nah, but that's different. You it, you you can be somebody's
2: friend without the intention of that I don't know how to. It doesn't lessen the friendship to to me. Like if, if I had a homegirl and it was like we friends, we cool, and then I don't know, people get drunk, people get high, or something, you know, we doing mm. a little do a couple bumps or something,
1: and then it- <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and it get a little crazy, you know what I mean? The night the night is that night. You
1: know? <laughs> so the friendship go on pause. <laughs> while I they get and then you unball it
2: all. We still friends, but you know, some things <laughs> transpired. And I got look
0: little... now. You got an asterisk by the friend. It's <laughs> like friend asterisk. Friend. <laughs> on, but yeah, um I yeah, I is. mean, but you, like Jay, yeah. like you were saying, you know, you brought up the whole significant other portion, but I feel like in that relationship, you're getting kind of that feminine energy from your partner at that point, so you know they still should be your friend if, you, if you're if you with them. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. not like, I don't think that negates that point.
2: Right.
0: Because I know me and my fiance, we were friends before we started, you know, dating and whatever. So I don't
1: know that's without what happened, being though. friends, you know, it now, probably right?
0: would have never happened. I mean, that's
1: your fiance now. So like,
0: yeah, it ain't Somebody would
2: friends.
1: Friends. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been Wait, buying her time on your ass. been like, oh, no, we just, yeah, we friends. Me and Christian's friends. And wait till you wait until the white moment that you took advantage of you, Chris. So you ain't even know you got took advantage of man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got
2: bamboozled, got in yeah, help good yeah. wing. No, what's the new word for it? You got coerced. Yeah, coerced. yeah. It oh, yeah,
1: yeah. was coercion. You got Jada Pinkett Smith, man. Yeah. Love it.
0: Entangled. <laughs> <laughs> Entangled. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But yeah, I think I think you can be friends.
2: Yeah, I'm not I'm not listening to a nigga with it more hair on his lip than anywhere else on his body. I'm cool. I don't know. It's,
1: hey, Deb, how you How you doing much hair on his body, bruh? My bad. On his, face, on his face. You know, I don't know. You right.
2: You oh, right. I'm man. out of pocket. Let me You're find out. Part.
1: Let me find out, Deb. This nigga, man.
2: They act, I'm tired of these guru-ass niggas, man. Him? What's the other nigga just got caught? Kevin Jackson. No, no, no.
0: Derek Jackson, yeah.
2: Uh... What's the other one? Tony Gaskins. Everybody's the fucking guru of relationships and men. Men ain't shit, and we should be praising the women and not. Man, shut your asses up. Man, everybody <laughs> hit y'all goddamn day.
0: At least you get they some parody fucking, though. Like the on gold the one standard hand of
2: interact, human interaction. Like, come on, man. All on
0: right, maybe hand, you, you can't do that. do that.
2: Maybe you don't have no self control. Maybe you can't have, have friends and, and it strictly be a friendship and you oh. be there with somebody. Maybe you can't. But
0: some people can. Mileage hey, may yeah, vary, at <laughs> but look, at least we got some parody here. Like, two sides of the extreme you got oh, you know, you, we were trash, everything's with the women, the Derrick Jackson's and stuff. But then you got the the what's his name, Kevin Samuels. What is oh, he, going <laughs> in, he going in on those videos? I was dying laughing. Oh, hey, my Kevin Samuels, man. He, he man, man, he that's, a brother, rap, man, he that's he a brother, that's a brother I shit. can stand
1: behind, right? Right, right, right. Because the problem is, like, because when I first saw Kevin Samuels, I was like, damn. He going to these broads hard, but I watched the clip, then I finally watched the show, and I'm like, Oh, these bitches bring it on themselves. See, they be yeah, calling yeah, his, yeah, that yeah. stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. they be calling his stuff trying to get at him. I'm like, Well, no wonder he be going at y'all hard. Like, you you called his show mm-hmm. popping up, like trying to front on him. And for real, for real, he go harder to dudes than
2: he do with the chicks. Don't exactly get me wrong. Personally, I think buddy played both sides of the team. I think he'd be he, he bad name, but dexterously. I'm sorry. I...
1: <laughs> Bruh. I don't, press, bro, I don't I don't, put, put, sometimes bro, I don't really too put way. too
2: much weight into it. I don't want people to think I'm really round here on the boat with this dude. God, he threw <laughs> drop some bombs a couple times, but he, he definitely comes with the...
0: <laughs> that was his best flash impersonation.
2: <laughs> there it is. He definitely comes with the brothers way more. We told Buddy, he said, Are you short and you fat, you can't be both. I said... <laughs> God. I'll fight the shit out of Kevin Sanders. What do you think you're talking <laughs> you talking to right? You fat and you don't got no money? And you got no money. <laughs> and you short.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he, he'd be definitely pushing, what was it, the high-value man or something? He'd be trying to push guys yeah. or whatever, whatever.
0: Your SMV, what do they call it? I think something like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. But no, that joke would be funny, man. But I'm with you, Nip. Like, the mannerisms be a little, like, his manner. is it, so just... Said. <laughs> you know, taking pictures with his hands like this. Right. Hey, come on, right? It feel like he got a little bit of sugar, man. All, sugar in there. Ain't but nothing man. wrong with it, but I mean, you know.
0: Look, when you snap the pictures, have to grab it with your whole hand, man. Don't be doing that. Right.
1: Up. <laughs> 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 but I seem to be like sitting at the table, be like, like all the time. I'm like, what are you doing,
2: man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's up with Buddy.
1: <laughs> Damn. How yeah, hey. Kevin said he was catching straight like that. He's all- <laughs> no, we would <laughs> No, We
0: said look, Nip came in with the full clip. We told you, look, hey, look you get down, you might catch a few strays. You don't know what's going on. What else we got on tap? Oh man. Hey, so next up, um, let's get into some music because this is a partially, you know, a cultural music podcast. We like to get into pop culture and things, especially music. And we have um a major pop act in DJ Khaled. We the best. You know, he's back again with another album. Uh, this time, you know, same deal. He got the compilation work with a bunch of different artists on it. Um, gentlemen, how did you feel about it? Man, we're
1: we going to just save Nip for last for the whole show, just because I feel like he got a lot more to get off his chest. Okay, I'll go after J. But, um, no, nah, I mean, I got through it. I, I'm not a fan of Khaled albums. Like, I'll be real with you. I think Khaled is great for the clubs, yes. great for the bars grateful like if you got some music you riding with and you just want to play something loud because it's popular on the radio. Mm-hmm. I can't do a whole album of them because so either, so Khaled's style has got to either go two ways for me. Either you got to do a Khaled album and it got to be like a Dr. Dre album, uh-huh. which Khaled albums ain't going to be like that. Or you got to make your album feel like a mixtape and Khaled albums is overly too produced to feel like that. So he's in this weird kind of thing where it's like, oh, he's putting together an album that's like half his but with all the features a la Dre, but mm-hmm. not as like organized and produced. But then it's like not as street or like unpolished as a mixtape, it sits in the middle, so it's a hard listen to me because the album never has a flow. And even with a mixtape, I know mixtapes don't have like a, a flow to the album, mm-hmm. but it's something like visceral and gutter about the mixtape vibe that like it keeps you listening because usually it's like a little up and comers with some real ass acts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How just feels like a mismatch of like. I'm going to throw a whole bunch of stars together because somehow he has his leverage to have this and, Mm -hmm. like, put individual songs together that's going to make an album. So the album's never... It it just feels like... I don't know. It just feels like it's just one-offs. Every song... It it feel like somebody made a playlist Mm -hmm. and it's all Khaled songs.
0: So
1: I'm just... uh, I can't judge it or rank it because going into it, I knew I wasn't going to fuck with it. I was going to pick, like, one Mm -hmm. or two songs that I rock with and the rest of it I was going to throw in the trash. So, like, I mean, y'all probably got a better perspective than me, man. I just can't deal with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you make a really, really great point in the fact that it's pretty much a playlist, right? Because there's no cohesion among the songs. There's no unifying theme to the project. So it's hard to really approach it and say, okay, as an entire body of work, you know, I'm banging with this because a lot of my favorite albums, you know, they have a similar theme to them or they have some sort of structure or they're, you know. Sequence a certain way to say, okay, this person is telling a story. They're doing this. They're doing that. Um, so I like to approach these like pretty much song by song and just go through the songs. And then on certain of this projects, I like a few cuts, you know. And the rest, I'm like, I probably will never listen to this again in my life. Um, on the, this particular one, there is a few that I like. Um, There's a jump. Who is it by? Uh, I want to say I like the every chance I get with a uh, baby and dirt. I thought that was hard. Um, Outside of that, the I Did It song with Post Malone, Meg, Baby, and the Baby, I thought that was tough, too. Uh, the beat was okay. It, it was kind of losing me a little bit, but I like the artist that he had on there. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, one of the songs we'll get to in a little bit, so I'm not going to bring that up just now, but I know one song that was absolutely trash is Just be I did not need to hear Justin Timberlake. Oh, on man, that at all no but so. but 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 uh yeah <laughs> overall i thought it was um it was decent there's a couple tracks on there like i said i would like i never thought i would hear bieber and um 21 savage on the, the same song so hey i guess you get a kudos in the guinness book of world records for that one call it but um yeah outside of this i could have lived without it but i didn't hate it there were some songs in there i actually liked.
1: So. you know what it is i feel like Khaled don't make them niggas rewrite their verses Mm-mm. Like, I feel like they just know they're gonna get their check, so they just put in whatever verse and they send it to him. He just throw it on there and they'll be like, Mm -hmm. All right, like, I don't feel like nobody sat down. Like, no, as I listen to the album, I can't even point out nothing. Like, I said, I do agree that little Dirk and little baby one is dope, but like, them jokers are still kind of hungry, so that's why I feel like they had to kind of put in the rest of these cats on that album. Like, I mean, they just gave them a verse and was like. Here you go, and he like, yeah, I got that name on it, so people gonna love it because the names on it. Like, I think that's clear. I feel like it's no effort being put into the actual rhyming. It's just supposed to be like Khaled bringing all these people together, and we supposed to just be lucky that he's doing this for us. Like, ah, fuck out of here, man. I don't care about that shit.
0: Yeah,
2: I I used to like Khaled joints. Like, it was like party music. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Like originally, that shit was like party music, and it was like. When the southern shit was like real hot and snaps and T Pain and all them kind of shit was jamming. Oh, mm-hmm. This I don't. Y'all done said it already. I don't know what else to say. Shit sucks. Like let's just be. Let's just keep it a hundred. It stinks. Mm-hmm. It stinks, man. No, I don't want to listen to this shit. I don't. I don't want to like. I don't want to. It. I'm cool. Yeah. Like it's, you got. I just. It's just a mismatch of shit. Like I don't. Yeah. You can't get into a groove. If, if most people that listen to music, you want to get into a groove. If I want to hear some hard ass rap and shit, I'm gonna get into that groove. If I want to mm-hmm. hear some Rihanna. I don't think I've ever listened to a Rihanna album, but if I want to hear that, I want to hear that. If I want to hear beyond, if I want to get into a groove of R and B, I want yeah. This shit is just like let's just throw it. But Justin Bieber and Twenty One, what the fuck are we doing here?
0: <laughs> man, he got them dreads and went wild. Man, come on. What are we doing? <laughs>
2: To this shit, man. I Two songs. I cut it off. I, I, I don't have no words for it. What, what two songs you listen to? The first two. <laughs> Bum ass Jay Z joint.
1: Uh oh. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. segue on into it. Let's go. Man, he, they, they could have kept that. Don't
2: give me the video. So I seen I saw the video for. I, I wasn't going to listen to the joint. Mm-hmm. Once I seen him in the in the in the goddamn. Them sun, whatever them outfits with the suns and shit. Mm-hmm. Which I uh, listen, I bang with it. I bang with bringing your kids along with you and all that. I support it. Once I saw that when he praying in the sun with the, the sun hitting him and all, I'm cool, bro. I, this shit, I'm cool.
0: Bro. Oh, I didn't see that. I yeah. Then out.
2: I then I saw the video. I said, okay, you got Jay Z, you got Nas, you got you got you got cigars, you got lights, you got the. Bar. I said, okay, we about to get some
1: heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It was ice cold,
1: baby. For those who are uh, listening and know have the visuals, one we're talking about sorry, not sorry, on the album. Two, uh, that pause was giving us a look like uh, th- th- that song was trash. So, yeah, it wasn't. I, by the standards of
2: like some of the new shit that's out, no, it's not trash. But mm-hmm. for what you expect from
0: these two titans, from these,
2: yeah, these yeah. the legends, goats. In many people's top five, it's like, "All right, Jay, we get it. You're very rich. You married Beyonce. You want your kids to be rich.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Got it. <laughs> we got it, can it? Like I, we got it. You yeah. gave us a whole album of that shit. Yeah, two albums. If you count Kingdom Come, I'm cool. Because I'm cool, bro. Like, what? Talk about something else. <sighs>
1: So, but okay, and, all right, so you and so I'm like, look, at this point, the, go if ahead, he's Grant. not
0: gonna, if you're gonna keep talking about it, wire me some money, damn it. If I gotta listen to you brag about your money and wrestling time, I need at least give me a, a hundred stacks or something, man. Come on, just send a little bit my way. If I gotta listen to you dole on about how much you got, you must have enough to you know cut me in a little bit, Damn. But go ahead, Jake, yeah, <laughs> I mean. You know he, you know come on, man.
1: You know, he's the voice of the young people, mouthpiece for hustlers. You know, no, he's, he's, bad. he's not, that uh,
0: he's yeah. not that
2: anymore. We're not gonna do that. That's no, we're not, he's not that anymore. It's not, he's not. So,
1: <laughs> he's but, not. All, right, all right, so look, so there's two things going on here in this for me. One, people was like clowning Nas's line about the crypto currency, Star- face, <laughs> face, or whatever. Motherfuckers well, was clowning Nas on that, and uh. So I said, man, well, well, I thought the 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 line was creative, but yeah. again, I, I don't listen to hip 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 hop and rap as much as Nip do. where he was like thing like Coinbase, you know, mm-hmm. base, and then he used the whole crypto Scarface, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was pretty creative. And then people was like, why does niggas still using Scarface lines? Half his audience don't even know who Scarface is, and I was like. Okay, that's that is, true. That all right, true. All all right, I'll give true. him that. Like, yes, he did kind of went back to the 90s with that one when every rapper was giving Scarface but, lines, or
2: but even that's cool because niggas that was looking for the verse, they knew who Scarface was. Yeah, Tony Mike. Like right. I was I going know who that ring like, like, on like that was them goddamn 19 year old. <laughs> all I do is play on my laptop ass I'm not nah.
0: <laughs> pop pills, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: but but people was giving them heat for that. They was giving them heat saying that it wasn't Martin Lee creative, like it it kind of went back to the old like vibe. And all right, but so anyway, that's one. Two first of all, I'm gonna give the give everybody walk everybody through this. I didn't even hear the song until Nip put in our group chat, like basically shitting on Jay-Z's verse on it, and so I was like, Okay, well, I know Nip is a Jay-Z hater, and that's what I responded like, yeah, from the resident Jay Z hater. Mm-hmm. But I said, well, let me listen to this because I, I mean, you know, whatever. Because, like, lately I've been agreeing with his takes on Jay Z. So mm-hmm. I listened to the verse and I said, oh, it's a cool, dope, I mean, it's all right, verse is good for, yeah. for a college album. Yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah. And then I didn't realize after I talked to it, like, everybody was losing their mind about how this verse was so epic. And so, whatever. Oh. And I was like, I, oh, P, Yeah, I didn't hear the same verse. Like, maybe I missed it or. Like this wasn't the the joint with Jay Z on Meek Mill's album, where mm-hmm. I felt like he he tore that apart. Like you know, that that was on Pilot Stone. <laughs> but yeah, like people are flipping out about the three Bs. Like okay, cool. Like yeah, he, he he's a billionaire. He did the double entendre with the B word, bitch, and the billionaire and Beyonce. But mm-hmm. three billion, okay, cool. Like I said, I thought the hardest line on there was like um, with a joint. He was like, you know. People, they killed Christ and started a new religion. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, thought I thought that was the hardest line hard. on there. Like, that's that like, I, like, I told them, I said, there's Christians out here that don't realize that if Christ didn't die, then you wouldn't be a Christian. You'd be a Jew right now. Like, yeah. so I don't know. But I've been saying for a long time, even when we've had these debates, I'd be like, man, Jay lost a lot on his fastball. It is what it is. When Jay gets on something for me, it's more like it's like the reunion show. Like, it's like yeah, you're bringing yeah, him yeah. in just because, you know, he's Jay and people do want to hear from him. Mm -hmm. he isn't active on socials. He isn't really active in the media. So the only outlet that people have to hear Jay is when he actually gets on the mic. So that's why Mm -hmm. when he he does get on the mic, people lose their shit, even when it's Mm -hmm. a subpar rhyme. Because he's 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 away from everything. Like, you don't Mm -hmm. hear nothing else from Jay. So when he finally gets on the mic, people are like, oh, you heard what he said? Oh, my God. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, about 80 rappers right now would kill that verse. Like, he didn't get you 16 on that callous shit. Like, uh-huh. He gave you nothing, but it's because he's so exclusive now
0: mm-hmm.
1: with his with whenever he comes out that when he does finally come out, I think the anticipation is so high that it's almost like it can't fail. It's almost like a Marvel movie now, mm-hmm. like a Marvel movie. My Captain Marvel was trash. That movie was trash. But you know, people will argue with me about Captain Marvel, the movie, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a Marvel movie. And so Jay-Z is a Marvel movie now. Like he going to come out and when he come out, everybody going to be anticipating it. And hmm. anybody that's going to say it's garbage, you might as well shut the fuck up because it's going to make a billion anyway. <laughs> and just mind your fucking business because you're a hater. And that's what that's the result is Jay-Z is now a Marvel movie now. He gives you those little bars for his fandom. And if you disagree, you're a fucking hater and you need to go kick rocks because you just don't understand it. And, don't, and that's what it I is watch,
2: now. I don't watch Marvel movies anymore and I don't listen to Jay-Z verses anymore.
0: Damn. I like to hear from him when it's like a poignant topic out and he's got something actually actually interesting to say, but I'm tired of the I'm rich raps and my kids got my investments. Like at this point, it's just we can go without it because we've been hearing that so much over the last few years. Just like, OK, well, if you're not going to say anything important, I'd rather you maybe do like a long form interview with somebody and share some legit jewels, you know, the kind of actually break them down so people can glean from them what they need to versus you just kind of throwing your money in their face. Like, just wait till, you know, something major happens or you need to speak and you got a good point to bring up to, to rap because right now it's just like the same thing back to back to back. But it's not being any more clever. Like, he'll have a couple bars, like you said, but overall it's just like, okay, all right. Yeah. We know you rich.
2: I'm not even, I'm not even upset about the content of the verse. hmm Let's just keep it a bean. <laughs> Buddy can't fucking rap no more. It's oh, all
0: nostalgia. Yeah. The
2: flow was ass. You wasn't in the pocket. You didn't lose yourself in the fucking flow. Hey, come on. Let's, let's just call it, like, let's call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. It's we a not, rap. The shit didn't even sound good. The verse didn't even sound We Beyond the content, the shit didn't even sound good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it didn't. I'm not gonna say the man can't rap like that. that that's that's a stretch now. Like, was this beat ill suited for Jay Z? Yes, but do I think if he was making his own music, like actually making his own album, mm-hmm. it will have a different vibe? Like, I'm for not going. If Guru was on the boards, it would have came out a little clean. Us to me, cause
2: still trying to act like this man is an elite rapper right now is we are delusional. I'm not doing it, but niggas that think that this is elite rap, you're delusional. It's it's motherfuckers out here rapping circles around this dude right now. I'm sorry, it's just this just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets at this beat. point. Everybody gets old. I get it. Right. I don't want to hear the old nigga rapping. <laughs> I'm lying. I'm, I'm lying. I don't want to hear that
1: old nigga rapping. I'll put it that way. I'm about to say, because we all fucked with Buster last album and he an old. Yeah, nigga and he rapping. was rapping.
0: Not Tacoma Grammy. It didn't
1: sound bad. Yeah, but even I like I i don't want to shit on Nas's uh, was a King's Disease because it was a good yeah. album, but that's because we were starved because we got like three bad Nas albums, and it's the same thing with yeah. Jay. We so starved to get some good shit out of people that ain't been performing that we kind of we chick it up because that nausea shit was god awful. Like the joint with him and uh, Kanye was yeah, yeah, god awful. That was that was that was yay for no, I agree, mm-hmm. but don't mean to change the fact it was god awful like. So, like, I think that the Kings disease was more like we were fiending and we got a little bit back, just like the Jay-Z thing. He don't do nothing. He don't show up nowhere. He don't say nothing. So when he finally give us a verse, all the Jay-Z truthers are going to uh, go on. They're going to shout it from the mountaintop, man. You can't it's tell nothing, man. God MC. The,
2: it's the verse of the year as soon as it dropped because he said B three times. Like, I like come on, man. I,
0: Sesame Street. Man, man.
1: But, but it's a logic, it. though. It was Jokers back in Jay-Z's prime that could wrap circles around him. Hell
2: yeah! That's my I mean, point.
1: So it's never been like he's been. I think, like we talked about it before in the show, his consistency is what makes him the greatest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like me, I, mean, I think when we were talking on the phone, that I said Jay Z is like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, if you start stacking up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's accomplishments, it's very hard to say he ain't he the greatest of all him. time. Right. But if you go by in the prime years, like Kareem had a long run, but if you go in his prime years, you know what I'm saying? Like Jordan's prime years versus like Dr. J's prime years in the ABA, like people had better prime years than Kareem because Kareem mm-hmm. in his prime, the Lakers didn't even make the playoffs sometimes and even got knocked in the first round. So right. Magic Johnson was drafted. Right. So that's the problem is that Jay-Z is Kareem. He has so many accomplishments. It's hard to like knock it, but you got rappers in their prime years when Jay-Z still has his longevity that are pr- probably going to make an argument, better rappers than him in that moment. But that longevity is worth something. I mean,
2: yeah, I'm not arguing against any of that. I'm talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is he is he is he the is he the MJ of rap? Yeah, I give him that. But hands down, I give him that he's the M or the Kareem, whatever you want to, whatever ball player you want to throw on it. Yes, mm-hmm. he's that right now. That
0: he
1: need to be on the bench. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. who's wrestlers better, Jay Z or Nas is on the song? I don't know, man. I right, they both I
0: like Nas is better.
1: I don't I'm cool.
0: Well, I'm a I'm a Nas <laughs> and I fan. I've never even fan. really Nas been a big Nas favorite.
2: fan because I don't think I think Nas has an awkward flow anyway. He's always had an awkward flow to me. Like I it's not I don't want to hear it. Like I is just he's good, he's excellent, he's one of the best to do it, but I don't want to hear this shit. Like I don't the shit ain't jamming. If you <laughs> if you the shit gotta be, you gotta have lyrical content and the shit gotta be jamming. That shit was not jamming, it wasn't. Man, it wasn't. They oh, they two niggas out here. It's like if you had two old uncles that used to be boxers. Now these niggas outside in, in in the parking lot trying to mix. That's what that shit was. You
1: said you about Roy Jones and Tyson. That's
2: that's what it was. Yeah, that was a Roy Jones type, that, Thank you. That's exactly what that shit was. And Cal and Snoop
0: fucking, man, Tyson had that coofy on, I was dying. You
2: know <laughs> mean? orchestrating this shit, commentating this shit, I, man.
0: I'm cool.
2: What <laughs> Snoop, Snoop say you Marcus can't play a boxing? Good.
0: I guess you can't play a rap neither. You are either gonna do it or you are not, huh? Yeah, I'm cool.
2: I'm cool. You can have it. This mm-hmm. goddamn off rightest Jared tall ass rapping and shit. God,
0: Lee, I would say say would be spicy tonight, man. I think that Knob Creek must be hitting over there. What you what you sipping? No, on? no, it's the
2: bullet tonight. Oh, the Ooh. bullet. Oh, okay, yeah, hey, I got the fivey shots. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Well, moving up right along, somebody that I think needs to get fired. I don't know. You can't really fire him. You got to vote him out, I guess. This latest crap with Tim Scott and Kamala Harris. Let's let's get into it, fellas. So we saw, um, kind of in response to President Biden's ad- first, uh, I guess, address. Would you call it? Would you call an address to the public or how?
1: Yeah, yeah. State of the oh, Union. State of the Union address. Air, yeah.
0: Um, Senator, uh, Tim Scott, he's with the GOP. He had like a whole kind of video presentation he came out with. Um, so he brought up a a bunch of topics about how president Biden is failing, you know, so far in his term on a lot of his promises, but what everybody is really, uh, kind of focusing on is his comment about saying, you know, America is not a racist country. Uh, fast forward, we had, uh, vice president Harris, on cnn in the interview you know she was asked to comment about that and how she felt and she actually agreed with senator scott saying you know america is not a racist country but she went on to say that you know we still have to pretty much address the racism here and and get into a lot of the issues because there are all issues present so gentlemen how do these comments make you feel like what, what do you think um what's on your mind uh
1: let's i want to first address like i hate the fact that In politics that Mm -hmm. are supposed to be working together and this both of them do it the other side has to have a response to the other side's thing and the Mm -hmm. response is never a call of unity legitimately it's usually some bullshit like being a hater Mm -hmm. like jim scott should have got on there and he should have talked about the things that he agrees with with biden's policies and plans and how they can work to get that done and the things they don't agree about how they can try to fix it that's what mm-hmm. that address should be. And that's on both sides. I know I'm picking on Tim Scott right now for the moment. So mm-hmm. I hate that to begin with. I think that's just a bunch of propaganda bullshit, which it is. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the main point of this whole America shit ain't racist. And yeah, the Republicans did a great job. They titled their brother out there and <laughs> they made him say that shit. But like I told Nip, like, you, we should never trust any brother that get his hair cut at super cuts. So that's the first issue right there. Like, when you got a white lady with scissors cutting your hair and you one of us that... You, Nah, bro. We, we gotta we gotta slow down there. But so, Tim Scott gotta say that like that he's in the party that denounces systematic racism. He's in the party that denounces all the things that racism matters because in their minds and his minds or whatever minds that it's just people are unmotivated and lazy and that's why things don't change. It's not racism. It's not whatever. But yet, all the information, all the things that come to wealth creation, all the things that come to business, blah blah. blah all the data shows that racially it's harder for a minority especially a black person to get these things that other races get easier Mm -hmm. now that's the issue is that okay if you don't want to call that racism and you want to call it classism or you want to call it like i told net maybe just call it blackism at this point because it's usually black people that have a harder time to do all the things that we're talking about i don't care what name you want to name it but it is obviously a difference in how Black people can get stuff and handle stuff in America versus how other people can. And that difference is why a lot of black people are in bad positions because of history, but also up to, to now. So mm-hmm. for him to say that, it, it, that's part what he's supposed to do. Now mm-hmm. I got to address that other Shorty because I, 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 I mean, me and Nip argued about Shorty and I was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. And I was trying to roll with her because. Mm-hmm. It is a moment, it is something, even if you just want to just go with it as just being a woman vice president, that is a mm-hmm. moment regardless of what her race is or what she claims her race to be. I gave her a pass on locking up people because she's the DA, that's what you're supposed to do, that's your job. I gave mm-hmm. her a pass because she was a, an attorney general because she did try to fix some things in the justice system while she was in that seat. Mm-hmm. But her saying that it literally is just playing to that democratic, democratic, that democratic conservative base that she knows is one inch away from going Republican. And that's why she said that shit. And my problem with that is that Biden and her would not be in this position. We would be getting four more years of Trump if it wasn't for us. And pay me not Nip, because Nip probably, he was like, fuck all of them. But the point is, is that black people save their political careers. Black people in South Carolina saved Biden's career when Bernie looked like he was in the nomination. Mm-hmm. Black people push, uh, uh, oh boy, um joe uh president biden to mm-hmm. pick kamala harris because we saved his ass so we pushed mm-hmm. him to pick someone of color to be his vice president And we, we didn't pick her in particular but we wanted somebody of color to be it right yeah so we did all of this for you and this is what you give us back you say some shit to feed the conservative white trolls to come back and say, oh, well, she's a... Because you know, she's black then now. Oh, well, Mm -hmm. your black vice president said there's no racism. So obviously... So now we got to deal with that shit. Mm -hmm. And I just don't understand why all these politicians are so... If if it's no racism involved, why are they so afraid to do and say shit for black people? You ever notice that? Like, oh, stop Asian hate. I don't see nobody coming out with all hate. Stop stop all 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 hate. hate. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it just when it comes to us... They're so afraid to say something positive to help us. You know why? Because it's racism. They know that mm-hmm. racist motherfuckers will vote against them and get them out of office if they do. But, but it's but it's no racism, guys. Like fuck out of here, man. I'm I'm so tired of our politics. I'm so tired of these politicians, and I'm damn sure so tired of this administration who basically got there bec- off of our backs. No different than probably every single Democrat, Democratic uh, nominee or candidate ever does, and mm-hmm. we're still sitting here begging them to do shit for us. But yet. We got Asian bills passed. We didn't got Indian folk bills passed, and all of, it, it, it's it's a joke now. It's almost like to the point now, it's a literal joke. But the problem is, is the other side of the aisle is all out racist, and they don't give a fuck about being it. So what we gonna do? Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that's that's my take on it, man. Fuck fuck both of them, man.
0: Yeah, and just to piggyback on what you were saying, especially with um, Senator Scott, like. I don't get how he starts off, you know, his address when well, I start off, but during part of it, he's kind of referencing, you know, some of his police reform work that he's doing. Um, some of the work that he's doing behind the scenes, as far as addressing some of the issues that stem from racism, like you wouldn't have to address police reform if it were for racism in the first place. Facts. So you're, you're acknowledging it, but you're saying also this, it doesn't exist um America is the government you know unfortunately the government is racist like if it was not racist our population percentage would be equally represented amongst all the segments of american life we would be this however many percentage of black folks there are in the country that's however many percentage would be in jail composed to the majority of all americans and everything like that but we know that's definitely not the case because we're making up tons of the prison population um you know, wealth gaps, food deserts. Why do you go in some neighborhoods, you can't even find a food line or a grocery store. It's mm-hmm. only corner markets and carryouts. It's like, come on, man! And for people to just continue, like you said, you know, I expect that from the GOP. You know, they're trying to appeal to their constituents. Oh, let's let's go ahead and push out Senator Scott. You know, he's he's going to be the, the the face of us for this rebuke. You know, so he can try and uh, garner some support. But for Vice President Harris to come on board and agree from him, I feel like that's definitely a huge slap in the face. We're not even talking about policy here, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing that's actually going to cause any change. We're just asking, simply acknowledge the pain that's going on here. Acknowledge the history. Acknowledge the issue at hand with the country. And, you know, you go on your campaign trail. You say all these great things, all these great promises, and then still you just get on camera and completely say, oh, F y'all, you know, hey, this country's not... Racist. We have some issues, but no, no, no. The country is racist. Come on. But I really don't expect anything from politics in general now. Like, I'm so jaded with the whole political process. It's crazy. So, unless there's some like sweeping reforms or some sort of major, major changes that I don't think I'm going to see in my lifetime, you know, I I really try not to let it get me too riled up or invest too heavily in it because it's just draining as a black person in the state to try and focus on this stuff and and keep tabs with what's going on because you just, you just get jabbed in the mouth repeatedly, year after year, month after month. Like it's just, it's a mess. But I'll leave the floor to for and Nip. I think he got yeah. a couple rounds in the chamber for this one, go ahead. You no, know,
2: I just, I, to be honest with you, I haven't paid attention to politics since you know, even before the election. I just gave him the vote, just just because, like, mm-hmm. we're not gonna act like these people are sitting here acting like they fixing something that they didn't. They created. They created mm-hmm. the monster. And then this, this this, this, is like some twisted ass like
0: iceberg,
2: iceberg slim shit. It's like, we're going to do all this fucked up shit to you and put you back together and make you feel like this. Beyond the 94 crime bill, this, this dude was like, yeah, when Reagan was starting the, the, the war on drugs and shit, Buddy was like, we're going to give everybody life for anything greater than jaywalking. Like, he's the problem. Like he created this shit. But mm-hmm. beyond that, the issue with her when they started pushing this lady as a black woman. I she's an Indian. Like I like <laughs> just keep it She's not a sister. When she started talking about Tupac, my favorite rapper and all this cool shit. And she was in Howard in like 83. What are you talking about? I, whatever. Does she pass a boom test, though? <laughs> I don't understand how stop Asian hate. Then they just pass some type of yeah, Asian, whatever, whatever, cool shit. Yep. yep. First day Biden gets in office, what does he do? Don't touch the tra- tra- trans trans community. community. Here you yeah. go. Don't touch them. The first anti lynching bill was introduced in nineteen 19- mm-hmm. fucking eighteen.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It is twenty twenty one. Yeah. And it still ain't no anti-letcher bill been passed.
0: Right.
1: What
2: are we talking about, America? A whole
0: countries? century. What are we
1: talking What are we talking it, about? It was, it was governors saying, uh, we don't see a reason to pass this bill. Like, yeah, it, they made every excuse not to pass the bill. Yeah, you're right. Come on. Voters' you know, right, right
2: Act
0: bill. For 103 years, on bro. Like,
2: what do what we. I don't even. This shit should even be fucking. Disgust, bro. Like, I, like, why are we talking about these coons? Like, i, I I'm, like, now I feel like I'm on my doctor Uma. Like, this is the only time <laughs> where I was agreeing with boss, Like, <laughs> yeah. like this shit is like it's blatantly retarded. Like, like you probably can't say retarded. It's blatantly whatever the other words you can insert for the R word. Like, it, that's a nine. There we go. Yeah, like what are we? I, it's like in the, tw- the Twilight Zone. Like, is this shit real? Are we saying, watching this? woman of color say that america's not racist
1: man you are trying your best to be pc dip it is a beautiful thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) pop a pc there we
1: go
2: wait fucking bald head bandit rat bastard cool go sit up here i despise what do you oh now yeah in the 60s people were being oppressed by their race uh, and now today people are being offended by their race. Okay, buddy. Oh uh, Yeah. So now, uh, Caucasian people are being oppressed because of the color of they skin. Please show me the policies, the systems that are oppressing these people. All oh, right. so name calling? That's what we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> name calling. Right. Mm. You're right. Name calling is equivalent to redlining, sicking dogs on people, hoses and shit. Fucked up school systems. Yep. I'm not, man. If y'all got some, I don't got nothing else wrong.
1: <laughs> well, just I just want to say because uh I made a vow never to, you know, talk badly publicly about our people. Like, so nips uses the word, the C word. I'm fine with. I'm just saying my vow was for me not to do this. So when people go, because I know somebody's gonna come in my neck and go, oh, I thought you. I said, I personally would no longer call people. <laughs>
2: oh, I'm not I speaking
1: use, for the rest of my crew.
2: I use all the C words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stay seated up.
2: <laughs> 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 I ain't going to say it right now because I, I
1: don't want Jay, Jay to get in trouble.
0: But, <laughs> I, my me, like, I, I use man. all
1: the C words. Because, you, you know, people are come on my neck. like, Oh, you're a hypocrite. You said you. Again, I said it. That's why I won't call them nothing. But best believe, when we not on nothing that can't be retransmitted, or I use mm. all the words, but for the public, is Tim Scott, and I'm going to call him my brother because at the end of the day, if it all go down, he's going to get treated just like me too. So it, it, yeah. it is what it is.
0: Yeah. yeah I don't know the, how you kind of process those mental gymnastics to have a lived experience and then just completely act like it doesn't exist. But, hey, like you said, what can you do? I'm just totally disenfranchised at this point with the whole political thing. It's like, what's the it, point of voting? It, but you
1: know what? I'll give him his, his, pro. His, I say props, you know, I'll give him his props, him, uh Tatum, Candace Owen, uh Clarence Thomas, Ben Car- We can go through the list of them. Uh, uh What's the other one? Larry Elder. Like, oh, I'll give them all their props because you know what? They're profiting off of this, this stuff that they believe in. And when I say believe, again, I'm Saying that, whatever you want to take that, whatever they believe in, they're profiting off of it. So I'm gonna give them props for that because I'm never gonna knock nobody hustle. Mm-hmm. But at a some point, one of their mamas or grandmamas got to be like, "You don't feel like this is damaging for our people for you mm-hmm. to get a buck." Like, some I, I, who's in their family and around their life that they just they they see them do this stuff and they don't have these conversations with them to be like, "You you you don't see how this is going to make it harder for us, right?" So, Man. but, but I, that, I ain't gonna let nobody hustle. If in the rap game we don't care about them making money, I, I'm gonna say the same thing for them. But I think the
2: issue is I don't have an issue with black conservative conservatism. conservatism yeah, conservatism. I ain't no scholar or nothing like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: A lot of the conservative points, most if we keep it in 100, especially socially, most black folks agree with
1: mm-hmm. facts. facts.
2: It doesn't. It's a lot of times when Candice Owens speaks, I'm like, uh, she's kind of right about that. Like, and, and then she like, she's here, and then she just she's close to the middle, and then she just takes that shit, yeah, extra to the right and shit, which is like, <laughs> all right, I can't bang Shit, her.
0: the AI crossover. Then you're like, how would I get over here? No, yeah, no.
2: like, so, <laughs> the issue is not black conservatives. The issue is like, once it comes to our. Black folks at a disadvantage in this country just because they're black. The simple answer is yes, Mm -hmm. it's a simple answer, right? But nobody wants to just say it. Yes, there are ways to overcome it. Me as a not me, but I'm talking about they as black conservatives, whatever, have overcome whatever obstacles they have. Whatever, I agree. There are ways to get around it, through it, over it, but at the you're taking a a, a small portion of what most black folks experience through life
1: in this country and shit. Mm. Well, I, I think the other part of it is that why I name those people in particular is that those aren't... I, I guess to say this without being completely disrespectful, those people ain't black conservatives. They are black ness, uh, black agendas, or, or if you want to say black white supremacists or whatever you want to frame it, they are like that shock jocks. Almost you to can to listen to me. a dude like King Randall, who's a black conservative. And when you ask him about that, he'd be like, I don't care about the trans, the homo. I don't care about none of that. What I care about is being left alone. I can mm-hmm. conserve my family, conserve the manhood in America. Like, right. that's a true right. conservative. The true conservative right. is the one that let that ended slavery. Like, right. the true conservative is the one that were like, hey, the Civil Rights Bill, Like, and a lot of those guys were Democrats at the time, and some of them were Democrats, mm-hmm. some of them were Republicans, because it was more North versus South, less Republican versus Western Democrat. Republican, but right. some of those conservatives were like, hey, well, like, if we're gonna like, let them be partially free, well, we might as well just make them free and like, leave them alone, like, leave them to themselves. And that's right. what we had the 10 years of Reconstruction. That was a lot of conservatives that were like, let them do whatever let them do they want them to do. Them.
2: Right. Let them build their own
1: economy, their own schools. Right, all that right. Shit. Right. Right, right, right. So w- when you hear the, the black conservatives that I kind of name, they're not really black conservatives, man. Like, they're just patsies for the Republican Party that just happens to be conservative right now. Because if the w- Republican Party was liberal, they will be doing the same thing on the liberal aspect of it. A bunch so of like w. Said, e. B. Ass conservatives,
2: niggas. what's up? A bunch of W.E.B. the boy ass niggas, man. I want to be white so bad. Like, that's that's just <laughs> what it is. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for
1: that now, right? I thought it was Booker T. Uh, Booker T. Washington was the one. I thought the boys was battling nah,
2: Booker T. The boy wanted to be a white man so fucking bad, dog. <laughs> oh, my, damn, I don't want <laughs> <What?
0: laughs> to. I think, think Booker like, was I pretty conservative too in his views. I don't. Yeah, I think you might be right on that. I don't know. We gotta look. I thought it, it was Booker it. T. I
1: thought the boys was the like the one that was like, we need to do ourselves, build our communities. And I thought Booker T. was the one that was like, hey, if we just More do the right track. things and act better, the white people will accept us. Yeah,
2: like that was that was the boy that wanted to assimilate into in the, in the white culture. Okay, and he know, wanted confident. to be Somebody the he wanted to,
1: to be you. the guy to use unnecessarily
2: uh, uh complex language and all his writings to, to to show his superiority
1: and all that cool shit. Hold mm-hmm. like, on, oh, no, no, come on, man. You're not going to do that to him because Michael Eric Dyson did the same shit, and that dog could be down now. <laughs> and
2: I can't stand his ass either. <laughs>
1: right, name a brother that you down with. <laughs> Hold on, no, wait. Here's, here's
0: an impression. You ready? But,
1: like, so. philosophically, they're still alive. <laughs> Let me say that. They're still alive because. What, that's in the mainstream? Any of them. Nah, they're they're speaking up for that stuff that you rock with that's that's still alive. Because I know you don't rock with Cornell West.
2: Nah, and that's only, you know, what's crazy with both of them,
1: with him and
2: Cornel West. It was the, and I'm not uh, an Obama apologist, like I'm not Mm -hmm. an Obama hive, and oh my God, he wore a tan suit. He's the coolest president ever, shit. But like, when that brother was in office, I mean, they was on his ass. Like, every time you turn around, they had some negative shit to say about B-Rock. Trump get in office. I did hear shit for four years from them. They started talking about some old other shit. Butcher comes stuck to his preaching shit. Like <laughs> Damn. you didn't hear shit. You don't hear them going off about Trump. They went back on Bill Maher and all that cool shit. None of that hate. But it was on Barack. But that's the only reason why I don't bang with them. Other than that, I do bang with. Them.
1: Well, no, I mean they, they they were on Trump's ass too. They just didn't get the coverage because. We know who on the media
2: not yeah. the way they was on barack ass bro i mean it was on it was on black stuff, like going on black media and and and, and, and bashing him like that like yeah. it was it was bad to me the, the way i saw it, it was it was it was it was bad i Fair i, I can't fade it but no yeah. it ain't, it ain't, i don't i don't think I, I don't have a person that who has an uh an ideology that i fully
0: subscribe Support to,
2: you know. all the way around yeah no it's a couple of people I take points from each person but I don't have a person that I really
0: that's the best way to do it yeah you know, take the points synthesize and move forward like if we're we're done buying into people you know 100% like you just got to <laughs> take what you can apply to your life uh, apply to your logic you know apply to your politics you know separate the wheat from the chaff and keep it rolling cuz you know people will let you down
2: and to keep it to be, I don't think black people are ever going to succeed in this government, conservative or liberal. I don't think we're going to be able to address the things that we desire to address or change the economic issues in the black community or education issues in the black community. It's just not. It was, it's a country that was when the Constitution, and Bill of Rights, and all that shit was written, like we weren't even citizens, people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to to ask that same government to to turn around and respect us or Provide programming or reparations or anything of that sort. It's just it's stupid. It's like it's it's, yeah. I forgot what's the name of that shit called. um, When you fall in love with your captor and shit. Oh,
0: um, Uh,
2: Stockholm. Stockholm. There you go. Yeah, it's like niggas got Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. The more bread you get, the more education you get, the 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 deeper the love grows for the motherfuckers that that put their fucking foot on your neck. Mm-hmm. But my bad. Let me put my koofy at. <laughs> I
1: ain't, I, 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 usually I I push back if I disagree, but I mean it ain't much that I disagree with. So I mean, so yeah, that's just how I feel about this
0: shit. All right, so moving right along, we're going from politics to business, um, specifically within the podcast community. So, at this point, you know, who hasn't heard of the Joe Button podcast, right? It's, it's one of the, the main podcasts out there, pop culture, music. Um, I've been listening to it for years. Gemma, I, know, I figure y'all probably been listening to it for a while. Uh, the the latest kind of tiff that's been going on on that podcast over there, a couple of the co-hosts, uh, Rory and Ma, two of Joe's friends and, and associates, actually left the podcast for a couple of weeks. Um, there are some internal disputes cause them to take a leave of absence, but here recently, I want to say either Wednesday or Saturday, we had the two co-hosts rejoin the cast and kind of go into some of their um, gripes with with Joe in particular and things that were going on and, and kind of sort of danced around why they didn't wanted to stay on that podcast for that time, but kind of sort of didn't really answer anything wholeheartedly. Yeah. So wanted to get you all's opinion on that. How'd you feel about the the reunion in quotes? Cause to me, it hasn't even felt the same. To it's not back. a
2: reunion. Just ain't nothing resolved. <laughs> Joe's a narcissist dickhead. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, let's just call it what it is. It's a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, and the it of the being, bro. I but I expected more from all cause once it went down, he started mm-hmm. like a hoe. He throwing yeah. subliminal shots on IG. Oh, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take the the, the Joe Button podcast on my joint. I'm gonna keep mm-hmm. putting up these things on my stories. Like I I expected more from the brother. Like it would have been better for me if we if they were just like, yo, we we fought it out, Roy. Fight Joe Maul fight whoever. I don't know. <laughs> Battle like, Royal. Yeah, all this Potomania. <laughs> all this passive regard. That's like female shit. Oh, I'm gonna go to, to therapy with my brother to work it out because I'm gonna do the work. Yeah, listen, I ain't never had an issue with another man where I felt like we need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I have never mm-hmm. in my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Never. Well, you know, it's that power dynamic, too, though. You got to think that. in. like, Joe got all the chips in his basket, so they probably got some sort of dependency issues and stuff. They're trying to work around, you know, our future's in his hands. You know, he's not being fair, that kind no, of stuff. No, but the issue
2: is, I think the issue is, is that it's, it's the three of them, and they built the shit. To me, they built the shit together, which I can understand that. Mm-hmm. If I'm Rory and Ma, I got smoke. Your claim to fame in media is off of this one podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
2: you've built a network. Mm-hmm. If we're if we're friends for real, and you've made this bread off of us putting in this the sweat equities from when we were at this small studio, we had parks the room, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it gotta be 33 and third, but you gotta run some chip, bro. I I've been busting my ass the same way you've been busting your ass. And you mm-hmm. can't take you can't take this product that we built and leverage it to get a network, two three of a podcast, mm-hmm. Cash App deals. Uh, what's the other shit he got? Where he sit down Patreon and all that? Yeah, uh, Patreon. The shit that he was doing before that though. The um, everyday the struggle. one on one shit. Nah, the one on one pull ups and all that shit. Cash like, app come pull on, but let's keep it a bit. Like you're not getting any of that. If the joe button podcast is not popping and mm-hmm. if it's just joe button talking it's not it's not it's it, not the pot
1: now that's not to say that maul and rory aren't replaceable
2: i mean they are
1: but i mean it's a nice i mean they held it down admirably i know chris you even said you feel like you like them better than Roy and Maul, didn't you
0: yeah i mean and i felt this way i hate to kind of kick a man while he's down but more i feel like he like, every once in a while, he'll have a good episode, but by far, he's kind of like a butt of all the jokes that go to Maul and see, okay, well, what's the coolest answer on Earth we can possibly uh, <laughs> hear from Maul today? And this is what he's going to give us. And it's just textbook, every episode after every episode, it's the same stuff. And, you know, I feel like he doesn't really add a lot to the cast. So, you know, him being gone, like, I okay, deuces. Now, Rory, I feel differently, right? Because... I think Rory offers some nuanced takes on a lot of things um, that I think are pretty cool. He kind of goes in depth more with uh, some of his topics and stuff that he wants to talk about. So I appreciate that a little bit more. But when Itch and Ice were there, they pushed back on Joe way harder than Rory or Maul did, I feel like. Um, even if th- some of their takes were crazy as hell. I mean, you listen to a podcast, to be entertained. So it was still entertaining hearing that and then hearing the back and forth and the rebuttal and everything. So I wasn't mad that they had left. Like after I heard the first couple episodes, I'm like, okay, I can rock with this. You know, we can go forward. Cause we gotta admit, you know, part of the reason I think that Roy did left was because a lot of the, the more recent casts just seemed so awkward. Like they always talking about wanting to fight and mm-hmm. even he crying before every episode and stuff. And You know, I'm just kind of alluding. Are you okay? Are you what's going on? I'm like, man, come on. Nobody want to hear this stuff. I got my own problems. I'm not trying to (laughs) log in. I lost lost
2: my girl because of this dumbass podcast, (laughs) and now now you're burning me for bread. Yeah, we're gonna fight. Like, what are you talking about?
0: Well, Roy lost his lady.
2: Yeah,
0: Oh, I think they're still together. I think they're together.
2: That's the shit act be talking about. act was running there talking about he had the side side joint and all that shit. I don't even want to speak on that fucking clown. But <laughs> why you go so hard on him? Got, I like the little clips. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you
0: got you got
2: you got my personal life in turmoil, and you taking a, a product that I helped to build, and 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 you've created mm-hmm. more than you then you. Tell us not to take the Spotify deal, which would have made everybody a millionaire, Mm -hmm. like over ownership of some old podcast episode. Who can't ain't nobody going back and listening to podcast 208? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are we talking about? It's minor ownership. They're gonna put ads on it. So what, nigga?
1: So what? All right, let me let me let me tag in. I gotta. Tagging because some of it is uh real and some of it like uh, uh, not. I feel everything y'all saying. I mean, really, you know, Nip is the mall of our podcast, so it is what it mm-hmm. is. Uh, but nah. not <laughs> yeah, no. all jokes aside, like I halfway get it. Now to your point of like all the stuff Joe was doing, he don't do it. The Joe Button podcast don't pop off. Yes and no, because he was on Everyday Struggle, and that was that's really what helped the Joe Button podcast pop off. Was Everyday Struggle. Was really, really dope when they first mm-hmm. came out, and yeah, Joe was the reason why that shit was really, really, really dope. And that's why when all that controversy happened because he was still doing the podcast while he was doing Everyday Struggle, this ain't nobody great. give a shit. Then, that's as soon true. as he bounced up off of that or got whatever, however, that went down, that's when everybody started getting the podcast because they still wanted to hear his voice and his take on modern day hip hop. So, mm-hmm. and then originally, remember the podcast didn't even have Maul on there originally, nah, yeah. right. like was, Maul was uh, an add on, like later was, on
0: the had yeah, and broad and uh Roy right and
1: so what i would say is that yeah all that stuff because the popularity of the podcast it gave joe more opportunities but let's be real none of those opportunities pop off for any of them if it's not for joe itself because mm-hmm. joe is the main pro- i'm gonna be real when i listen to the podcast i usually want to hear what joe says about shit and then i like their interaction with each other that's what that's the funny parts but joe is the reason i want to hear because usually yeah He's he came up the persona that he was unafraid to say the shit that you say nip. Like mm-hmm. he's unafraid to say like that shit was whack. Right. Nah, I wasn't fucking with it. Nah, that was some me. Like mm-hmm. he was unafraid to say that and that's what it was kind of built off. So, let's go to the ownership and all that the shit like that. Now, we on like head cancer cuz like and I mm-hmm. always yes, I want everybody to feel like this is their shit. You do what you want to do, you send it to me, I put it out or if you need some help, let me know. I'm down mm-hmm. for any idea, any situation, any we can do it. But at the end of the day, if this blows up and this takes off,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's my shit. Like, it's a fact. Now, I'm going to make sure, like you said, I'm going to make sure you guys heavily are involved in every single fucking decision that goes on with mm-hmm. it because, again, like you said, if it ain't for y'all, it ain't no me, period. Mm-hmm. So I get that point, but Joe said it perfectly. Who was the, one, who's the person that's supposed to be able to tell Roy, like, you got to take some time off and chill?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Joe was right. It's him. Like... Now, Maul upset because Joe was telling Rory, like, oh, you can't make the decision without all of us. Well, you know what, nigga? You sat on this couch or you sat in your chair here. You see this nigga every day, tomorrow. Yeah, he want to fight up. Up. Yeah. and He want to do this shit. Yeah, and you yeah. ain't once said, hey, guys, we need to probably talk as a group and figure this out. You're too cool I for that. I'm tired of this shit. Mm-hmm. You got to sit down for a couple of episodes. Now you got an issue with me telling someone. So in my mind, it's like Rory and Maul feel like they're equal partners. And even if it's a Joe owe 51% and they owe 49, you still ain't equal partners. Like, he still yeah. run that shit. It says the Joe Button podcast. It's the Joe Button YouTube channel. Like, if y'all were equal, it would be the Joe, Rory, and Mall. Like, but it ain't yeah. that. So you kind of go with that, with the flow of it. Now, what I'm disappointed in, Rory and Maul, is that one, Maul, that like you claim you for the podcast, but then because one guy gets alienated. You don't want to do it. Now, granted, he did say Joe kind of went said some saucy shit to him. Mm-hmm. I get it, but you still got to show up to work. And if you're not going to show up to work because you like, nah, fuck it. Make sure you say it's because of Joe's disrespect. Don't say it because oh, well, you know, I'm yeah, yeah. with you because you told him to sit down and who are you to tell some? No, nah, no, nah, you should just lay it with look, the only reason I show up because you said that wild shit about me like this ain't your problem I do it, it don't got anything to do with you. Leave it at that. But the fact that you was willing to try to go to bat for Roy on that on some, it, what it came off like I got Rory back kind of vibe, where it should have been. Now I got the podcast back, so Rory, we need to all figure this shit out and get back to it. Then, especially when Joe was like, "Oh, I tried to get to you and talk to you in three days, you can't come and see me,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so, like, so it, yeah, he was acting like a hoe. Yeah, just, and that's that's I'm like, so you 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 can't come on there and be like, oh, because you disrespected me, you disrespect. Well, yeah, I'm probably too. I'm probably and I'm gonna probably be flagrant too. If I'm trying to talk to you man to man about the podcast and you keep and pushing me on, me that means the mm-hmm. business ain't that important to you.
0: Well, so he if said that. If and I'm he trying said to the call this y'all
1: for three days and y'all keep blowing me off, then me, that mm-hmm. tell me you don't really care about the business that much. Because mm-hmm. if you can't, like he said he did, you would have figured out a way to get to me, at least if you couldn't do it the one day, the next day for sure. So, like that, 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 all that shit don't vibe for me. And then, like I said again, the Rory thing, like you, I know it's all fun and games, but if you got smoke for somebody, don't be on there like tell me I got hands and I can fight. Like, like if you got smoke with somebody, you need to come out and just say you got smoke with them, even if you did it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You can't just do like this, these, these kind of subs and play it off like it's a game. And uh, like, like Nip said, well, you know, Joe's kind of a dickhead, absolutely. But we part of the reason why we watch the shows because Joe's a dickhead, yeah. Like, Joe yeah. is Joe, like it ain't no like Nip, you done know me my whole life. You know the shit that's gonna trigger me. You know the shit that I'm gonna be a bitch about, you know the shit I'm gonna be cool about. So when I act like a bitch about shit, I'm gonna act like a bitch about, I'll be I would be weirded out if you was like, Man, I can't fuck with Jay acting like a bitch about this. I feel like you would be like, nah, that's, that's sometimes, like let him fall back, he'll be all right. Like mm-hmm. right. I feel yeah, like that's that. a relationship that R- more uh Rory, I mean that Maul and Joe should have had where it's like, I know Joe said that flagrant shit to me because he was in his feelings. Because mm-hmm. Joe get, you know, Joe get into, um Tank top and wife beater Joe and get fucking flagrant. Mm-hmm. That ain't enough for me knowing a guy like that to be like, "Whoa, you disrespected me, so I'm out." Knowing that well, this know. show can get real flagrant sometimes. Like, yeah. So I think the whole shit was like, yeah. and it goes. We you see, about-
2: some, some shit that I said on here that probably was like everybody was probably mad at you when I was talking about you know you are the <laughs> one that you wrote in all this shit. Yeah, and, and
1: like to me but that's not like, a- like that's my dude. Yeah. Like that's why I want him on the show. Mm-hmm. I want to say wild <laughs> shit. I push with to say wild shit, like, and if you don't like it, this ain't the show for you, like. Yeah. Point blank. Period. But then going to the business and friends thing, like, all the people I do business with for this show, whatever, like that, we all mm-hmm. friends. Hell, Chris's family, like, we all, we all tight. Mm-hmm. When we do business, we do business. Like I said, mm-hmm. if it gets to the point we start making money, I'm going to like, like, I agree with ma I want transparency and, res- and respect. Mm-hmm. i'm going to always give you guys that because i want y'all to understand i ain't never trying to sell nothing from you or cheat you hell mm-hmm. i'm always going to tell you i'm going to be the last one to get paid because i want to make sure all y'all eat before me right. so with that being said mm-hmm. like again i agree but when it comes to the business part of it mm-hmm. if we ever do start making money we're gonna have some tough conversations because we're gonna to have to have real talks about hey like what we putting in what we're doing what we're trying to grow and how we're gonna keep trying to get more of this back mm-hmm. and that's gonna to have to be there but after that business talk is over, we're friends again. Now, if the business is fucked up and you feel some kind of way, you need to bring that up when we're doing business.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as we stop doing business, I'm trying to get in the friend mode and you got to switch too. Now, you can't yeah, let yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. resent over into now the you, you, Now you, now you now you're in your bag. Right. Because you got plenty of times to talk business with me. You can... Yep. Hell, that's the beauty of being friends with somebody you're doing business with is that you can talk to them about business in times where you really shouldn't talk business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I can't call my boss right now and ate something in the night and go, Hey, I was just thinking about a claim the other day. No, boss, like, what the fuck are you calling me for, bro? Like, mm-hmm. but as a friend, I feel like I can call Nip and be like, Hey, you know what? I just listened to the cat pod. And like I, I felt like this was weird. Like, we said this, maybe we should do it Like, that's part of the beauty of doing business with friends is that you can kind of keep that back and forth anytime you want. And, and I, I just feel like you you gotta put it in this box though. When it's business shit, handle it business, like Nip said. I agree with you. I'd be kind of salty, too, if you turn on a Spotify deal, because you think at the end of the day we can get more, or you can get... If I'm the Rory and Ma, I'd be hot about it, because that's life-changing money. Mm -hmm. Now, I I understand, Joe, I want to own my masters, because I've been a musician, and I don't own my shit. Mm -hmm. I'm getting funky little pump-it-up checks when I should be getting more of that, because Mm -hmm. it's my shit. I get it. So Joe was like, nah, I'm fighting for the shit that may in the back end fuck us up, that we're going to wish we would have fought for now. But if I'm Rory and Ma, I'm like, look, man, Sign the deal or like work something out, but like we not gonna keep. Sign like, the deal. We ain't leaving that. bag for the
2: unknown bag. Yeah, we not. Uh-huh. We not. We not leaving Spotify for Patreon, my nigga.
0: <laughs> Look, don't hate no on Patreon though. You kick up Remember that's some, Patreon that's episodes that. got like
2: two thousand, like two thousand likes and shit like that. Like, are oh, we not leaving the M's on the, on the train for ten dollars subscriptions. Like, yeah, when you was doing like
1: like a hundred thousand, hundred k. On Spotify, easily like we not doing that, bro.
2: I'm sorry, we are not doing. It. If, if if us three, if Spotify come for the bread, we in the bread. Like I don't, y'all can have these funky ass episodes. Like I don't, give a fuck. What about? I don't give a fuck. Y'all can change my voice. Y'all can put a goddamn piece of head on me. I don't give a fuck what you do with it. And we didn't pay paid, but on the same the same joint it's like, well, I don't know about. Roy had the 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 palooza shit whatever like that, but I don't like. Does Ma have another job? Like that's his lively. I don't. I can't speak on another man pockets and shit. Right. But, right. Like, if whether head can of circus whatever, where it blows up, nip gonna fix some fucking buses tomorrow. Mm-hmm, I'm right. not. I'm not hanging on to this for my life. If it blows, it blow. I'll. Listen, if it gets to the point where Spotify giving out M's, yeah, I'm not fixing buses no more. But, <laughs> the, but, but I still like this is not like I have a job, career, life like that shit is like not contingent upon like what happens with this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't know if he
1: had they have that, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? So hmm. they should have created yes. they should have made their value more and created a side hustle. Yeah, or even
2: when we when we get to the point where we really making chicken, like all right, we need to you don't necessarily gotta bring lawyers and managers. We could just sit down and talk, like, all right, cuz I know this is your name, it don't gotta be 33 and the third, cuz, but like I've been here every day on time, whatever. We mm-hmm. both doing the same work. Listen, these are splits I'm cool with. What you think about that? Nah. Joe, well, I put my name up and my money up. Now I don't, I don't want 51, I want 60. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. We'll put it, you know, 50, 25, 25. Something right. where I got some type of ownership. So now when we talk about the network shit, if, you, if this is what's bringing the bread to the network, yeah, I want some. This, it's the same mm-hmm. shit as the, as the NCAA conversation. When you talk about these kids that are 16, 17, 18, not 16, but 17, 18, 19, it's like, oh, well, y'all are student athletes y'all can get the bread, but yeah, you're using my name mm-hmm. to make these millions mm-hmm. and that is not righteous like you can't do that and call it moral or, or, right or, or, or call it cool' it's, it's, it's not
0: so yeah, I kind of just feel like they fumbled the ball with regard to the whole business thing like especially. I can't get, I, I just, I'm not a, a mall fan, unfortunately, but you know, he's <laughs> saying oh, I want transparency and, and respect and stuff like that. To me, it sounds like he don't even care. He just like to sit in a chair and and be on the cast. He's just happy to be there. Like this whole time, you know, you're supposed to go into this realizing the impact. Okay. This is here. This is you bring up these conversations before it becomes a problem. You know, if you're a man, you're on your grind, you know, you're on your P's and Q's, you know, what you bring to the podcast, right? I wouldn't go up to Jay and say, Man, no, no, I don't deserve, I deserve more than this because X, Y, Z or something like that. I know the role I play in the podcast, right? I'm not going to, in my head, like, drum up some scenario where I feel like I'm more important than I actually am. Because we see how easily they got replaced, right? Right. And the show just kept rolling along. Like, you know, Parks was saying, they got a whole staff they got to feed. We can't just stop because, you know, you decide, oh, I'm having some issues. So I'm going to just put everything on hold, right? You know, those people got to pay their rent, everything like that. So I just thought it was kind of whack, and I don't if, know. If it hasn't that, been the same if, since. If it comes up
2: to a discrepancy of like, all right, this is what I feel like I'm worth to this, or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. If we hollering at it about friends, like, all right, cuz, all right, fuck it, let's, let it, let's, let's just let it be. Like, pick somebody else, whatever, whatever, I'm not about to sacrifice a friendship
0: yeah,
1: over some chicken. If we got differences difference of opinion, all right, man. That's my The bro. thing is, like, it's it's a fucking and granted, more money, more problems. So we don't know because we ain't in them seats, but it's a fucking podcast that you enjoy fucking doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, right, the fact that right. you make the money off some right. shit that, right, motherfuckers is doing Talking out here in the streets yeah. for free, right? you yeah. doing it like, and you said it yourself, like, it's just like we, we had these conversations and we didn't have this stuff here. So, mm-hmm. like, what you mad about? You collecting a check for doing some shit that motherfuckers would dream to do. I know that's like, petty, but it goes to that point where Joe was like, when they were saying like, oh, well, you know, you you owe it this, or you owe respect, or you owe like this. I'm with Joe like, it, it feels like entitlement. Like, mm-hmm. don't nobody owe me shit. Like, I'm going to be completely honest. Like, don't nobody owe me shit. I don't expect y'all to owe me no respect. I would prefer if you did, but like, if you don't give me respect now, I choose if I want to continue that relationship, but mm-hmm. you don't owe me respect because we friends. You know, mm-hmm. we don't, I don't owe you to do, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, It's like, in their mind, it was like, like I said, they feel like they are all three of them are CEOs of this business. And it's like, nah, mm-hmm. it's one CEO. The rest mm-hmm. of y'all may <laughs> be the vice presidents, but it's only one CEO in that business, and it's Joe. And it's like, nah, he don't owe y'all nothing. Because you know what? Just as like we talk, about, Ish and Ice got on there. You could easily be get your ass owned on out of here. Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so that's why I just like I, I don't know. And then maybe again, I, I can't it, and I know sometimes my blind spots is hard for me to see things from Others' perspectives that I don't agree with. I just don't see Royal Miles' perspective because I can't go to my boss and talk about fighting them every show or every day and not get fired. I can't yeah. be, I can't go to my boss and be mad about the decision to suspend another employee and like my boss be like, that ain't none of your business. Like keep it moving. Like this ain't got nothing to do with you. And be like, well, the fuck it I ain't gonna show up. But like, I can't do those things. <laughs> and I know there's a little different situation from the ball, but to the point he runs that, like, mm-hmm. I can't do those things or whatever. And that's where the business comes in. But you get a little leeway because of the friendship. Yeah. But I think they feel like they were owed more leeway because they friends doing business right. rather than being like, nah, this is a business that we just happen to be good friends in. Like,
0: yeah, it'd be different. They had a lot of ownership to where they could throw that weight around, but you don't got no weight, and you're coming in trying to say, Oh, well based on friendship or something, I think I'm entitled to this. Like, no, you're supposed to come to the table. You know, y'all supposed to be bosses. You're supposed to be, you know, too cool for school and everything else. But then when it comes to business, you clam up and say, well, I thought we was friends. Why can't we do right. that? No, man, right. what is wrong with you? It just seemed dumb. I'm mean, like, They
1: don't care about no contracts. Unless yeah, like,
0: what you are can. you doing? And y'all want to come on here and lambast artists for the past however many years about their contracts and all this that kind part. of stuff and you <laughs> get in one little well not one tiff but you know y'all getting a tiff and then the whole podcast breakdown we got bringing additional co-hosts because y'all can't get it together like it's crazy part.
1: i like that they diss all them artists for signing bad contracts and now you talk about some other contracts don't matter I right, that part
0: <laughs> yeah but what can you do all right, well, folks, um, I think we're at about hour twenty now. So we had a couple extra topics. We'll probably get into next week, but we know we're running a little bit. Oh long no, we tonight. gotta
1: go. We just gotta let Nip get it off, man. Like we, we ain't gonna comment on this one. We just gonna head. Oh, let Nip oh, Nip. oh it yeah, yeah yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm let him, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot I'm just gonna cue Nip up just by himself, so he can just do. You need same, his own man. theme
2: music. Hold on. What's <laughs> the? What's the I gotta. I gotta get the name with. The, I gotta get the name of the goddamn movie right first. Without remorse. What? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to just say it. Michael B. Jordan is the worst black male actor in the history. Act- what is he? Th- this this movie is horrible. It's <laughs> horrible. Do, do the nigga got abs and pecs? Yes. I'm guessing that's what's keep getting these roles. This shit. This is the worst action movie I've ever seen in my goddamn life, bro. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing here? Then, then, then he gets to here. And he didn't. He didn't live underwater for for, for thirty two minutes and, <laughs> and, and with some yellow bags and shit, and came up. He didn't throw niggas bombs in a bag and <laughs> niggas. He done, come on, come on, bro. Come on, come on, come on. The like is horrible. He's a face actor.
1: Mm. He's a face actor and take-your-shirt-off actor. That's what he is. So so you saying that Michael B. Jordan can't act? He cannot act. He cannot act.
2: That's the reason why Bodie and Poot smoked his ass in season one. (laughs) (laughs) Get your soft ass out of here. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) All that shit. The Creed's. I'm not watching none of them shits again. None of it.
0: The oh, only on, one i like forgot creed? about
2: that you said and i still was like in eh, about it but i'll give it to you as a good movie was fruitville
1: a fruitville station yeah real yeah, yeah. station that's the only one you don't fuck with creed one and two no but i mean besides his acting you don't like the movie itself you ain't think it was it was cool nah bro it was unbelievable i'm sorry bro, like, a couple minutes a rocky movie stop it no, I like I'm talking person's about person's
2: him being believable as those people. The deaf girl, she done took this nigga over here to Max's by the Eagle Bar. Like I've been to that bar. That's not have you if you go into Max's, you go in there, it's the same building. Max mm-hmm. is the cheesesteak spot. The Eagle Bar is there the same. You can walk through the joint, get a cheesesteak, and then walk through the door, and you in the Eagle Bar. Your deaf ass ain't in there. Like, <laughs> I get <it. laughs> I get nervous in that park. I don't even park in the parking lot when I go over there. <laughs> we went to the we went to the <laughs> time. We went to the strip club across the street from the street, right? This shit is wild. We coming up the joint. I'm telling niggas I'm like, yo, all right, I think we need to get in the car right now because you know will get live up here. Mm-hmm. What happens? Motherfuckers <laughs> start samurai chopping. Uh. <laughs> Listen. No, he's not over there. Oh, let me get these Jones. Get the fuck out. I hate that fucking
1: movie, bro. What? I hate that movie. No movie taking place in the city. Everybody in the city knows how fake it is. Everybody outside the city don't know because there's a bunch of shit filmed in Atlanta. And you'd be like, come on, man. (laughs) So I've experienced that firsthand. So that's why I understand what you're saying. But now I realize it's movie magic, man. They can't have a deaf chick getting popped. He had to get the cheesesteak and Michael B. Jordan getting a bullet in his ass. Like, come on, man. Then the movie over. Motherfucker well, like, ain't fighting no more. He'll be fighting, fighting to survive. Fight bullet for, in fight his for ass. Like, if you go to that goddamn, <laughs> get a cheesesteak that late, and that you could be fighting for your
2: life. You're not going to be sitting down in the ambiance of the goddamn neon lights. Having it. No, you get your sandwich, you get the fuck out of it. You get a t- dog, you get, you can get, you get your cheesesteak and you go to the bar, you get a big ass. Uh, what they call shit? Long Island's to go out that joint. You don't (laughs) sit in that motherfucker and chill.
1: You get get your drink, you get your cheesesteak, and
2: you get the fuck out of there. Mm. No
1: No way. No. You know, uh, Creed 3, I guess uh, uh, Sly not going to be in it. They said Stallone not going to be in this one. so I think 3 going to be trash. I like 1 and 2, man. I can't ride with you. Now, hold on. When we say this, I know your argument is critiquing his acting. I mean, it wasn't nothing crazy good in acting, but, I mean, I like Creed 1 and 2. I Did he have any speaking lines in Creed? Yeah. Man, he had a ton of speaking yeah. lines in it. Yeah. Really three, three lines per movie? <laughs> Probably three yeah, he was li- talking three. with his mom,
0: yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Come and on, girl.
1: What, you think he, Arnold from Terminator, get three lines a movie? That's what he is! Oh, man.
0: He the Blurminator?
2: That's what he is, bro. Take, okay, show me a Michael B. Jordan movie where his acting takes precedence over pecs and abs. Show me one.
1: But Besides Fruitvale.
2: Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I'm
1: of, damn. Uh, That's tough. You may got because I, I haven't seen Just Mercy, so I don't know what that that vibe is like on Just Mercy. I haven't bad. seen Just Mercy. It was
2: ba- it was better. It was better than this one, but it was it was it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was, bad. He was. good as Killmonger. And I and I, and, I, and, I, and I and I hate to say it, but you know my line when I when I see these brothers,
1: they like can't read. that's because he got that like chipmunk jawline thing going that's why you saying that shit uh, uh, he was good in that most people say he was the best thing about that movie off of one line
0: stop it he felt kind of weird he's even in that movie he still felt weird
2: come on cut
0: it felt forced like um, buried me with my ancestors that jumped
2: off the ships
1: all right, how they have babies if they killed themselves? Nigga. I don't understand. God damn, that's some hate there. That's some hate. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the I mean, can't... I'm on the Black Panther take. The other stuff I don't disagree with. The Black brother... Panther, that's some hate there. Both of y'all hate it right there, man. The brother can't act. They so... name, name any other villain in any of the Marvel movies that was doping and kill manga, like line for line, Thanos, uh, ball for ball. Yeah,
2: that's their Thanos. Thanos dope in and he did it without taking his shirt off
0: with the purple chin.
2: I'm hating. hey, I'm hating. I'm, uh, I'm back I'm back on my on my getting back down to getting my abs and shit. So I'm just hating a little bit on the chest and name. I am hating a little bit. It's a little hating there. I'll give it to you, but the nigga can't act. Uh. He can't. Act. It's, it's all bad. right.
1: Well, I guess we can wrap up the show now, Chris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, y'all. It's been another episode of the Gladiator Cipher Podcast. Remember to follow us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. You can find us all there at Head Cannon Circus. Make sure you fan, like, subscribe. Do smoke signals, backflips, sky riding, everything. Uh, we definitely like all of our followers and fans to to share. With loved ones who you think might enjoy, ins- you know, might enjoy the podcast, or even if you think they might hate it, you know, give it to them. Say, hey, critique this, what you think? And definitely, 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 we love it when you all engage with us. Uh, be sure to comment, tell us what you thought. Are we hating on Michael B. Jordan right now? Um, you know, did Tim <laughs> Scott have it right where we lunching? Was the Khaled album fire? You know, get it, get in those comments and let us know what you think. Um, but like I said before, we'll definitely be here next week to give you more of that raw, unfiltered, and uncut. Opinions on some of our pop culture, and I'm sure <laughs> Nipple will, will have a few more in the clip next week, too. So, be on the right back with. like
2: four flats on the Cadillac. You know what I'm saying?
0: Hey, there we go. <laughs> this,
2: this is a head cannon circus production
0: circus duction.